in today's show. It's a mock draft. It's the one where I take risks. Every pick is going to be a risky pick. Let's see how the team looks at the end, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Don't forget tomorrow, Thursday, 13th of October, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. 8 a.m. Friday morning, Australian Eastern Time. It is a telethon. It's a fantasy basketball, ask us anything. Me, a bunch of guests, answering your fantasy questions live on the YouTube channel. Check it out. You can find it really easily. Um, I'll have it tweeted out as well. Um, today, we've done all the mock drafts where we're picking from pick 12. We did an auction mock draft yesterday. I've done some points leagues mock draft. This is the one where I'm going to go risky. I'm going to make upside picks. At every pick with injury risks or games played risks or performance risks and see how we come out with it. So, should we do it? Yeah, we'll do it in just a second. Before I do it though, I'm going to tell you about betonline.net. Your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. By the way, they also do basketball. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all sports wagering information with live betting, up-to-the-minute scores, and every sport out there. If you're looking forward to the barn burner that is the Commanders and the Bears on Thursday night football, you can find those odds. You can find the spread. The spread's actually zero. It's a pick'em with a putrid total of 38. Can't wait for Bezos to uh, try to juice that game up. Go and check it out over at BetOnline.net. All the odds for Week 6 in the NFL, Week 7 in college football, and all sports that you would need. Um, whether that's Major League Baseball, playoffs, NHL, fuck, f- I was going to say fucker. No, soccer, boxing, golf, MMA, whatever. It's all there. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, we are headed into this mock draft. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right, we've got everyone into the draft, so let's get it started. As I said, I'm going all risky here. See so you know who I'm going to take in round one? Kyrie. Because on a per-game basis, he can very easily be this guy. In fact, per game, I've got him projected fifth. So we're just going to do it. Like, this is what this is about. Let's take flyers on guys. Let's see what happens. It's also just giving you an idea of where I'm viewing some of these players. It's going to shock everyone in this room. I'm picking at eight. Yeah, I could get him in the second round, but that's not what I'm doing here. I'm just taking upside risks. I'm taking flyers. I still think actually there's value in getting Kyrie at eight because I think he can be fifth. We'll see. Goes Jokic, Giannis, Durant. This is a fun mock. It's just taking taking some cracks at guys. Durant goes at three. Bingus, what are you doing, mate? Um, he takes Doncic at four. We've got Giddy here picking at five, not Josh Giddy. He took Embiid. And this says Drew Goat, this team. I know this is Emma. Um... Sean and Callum, they want to put our past behind us. I don't know, Sean and Callum. Maybe don't be pricks in this one, and we'll see how it goes. Emma, let's go. Make the pick. 
I hope she's here. See, she's here. There she goes, James Harden. At number six, a Drizzy. I'm waiting for this draft room to erupt when I take Kyrie. It's going to be funny. Um, a Drizzy. What's he going to do? Imagine he takes Kyrie. I'll lose my mind. Because uh, I told him not to leave anyone for me. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Kyrie. Bang. Let's see. Um, Sean and Callum are universally hated. Oh, that's a bit unfair. All right, let's go. We're going all risky here. No one's responded to my Kyrie pick. Interesting. They're too scared to say something that, that I'm insane or something. Lillard goes at nine. So what am I doing my next pick? Anthony Davis, Kawhi. Huh. No one, no one cares that I took Kyrie. All right. Do you guys care in this draft? Do you think that's stupid? Steph goes at 10. We'll see where Lamello falls. Does he move out of the last round now that I've just added an extra player into that first round who doesn't normally go there? Trey Young at 11. Oh, there we go. Kyrie at 8. Interesting. <laughs> Trey Young goes at 11. Towns, Halliburton still there. Towns goes at 12. Now Tyrese and Lamello have fallen out of the first round. There you go. So there is value there at the end of the first round, obviously. Okay, that's why I really like 12 and 13. Halliburton goes 13. Lamello goes 14. Now Sean and Callum are here. Might go in and change that name on Emma's team. Just so it doesn't keep telling us that it's Drew Goat. LeBron goes after Lamello at 15. I want Emma to represent herself. Where is... Oh, she's changed it there. I don't know why it hasn't appeared changed in the draft room. I might refresh the screen and see if that helps. Apologies for those of you watching that. That's going to look weird. See if it, it changes her draft name. There we go. Emma. Thank you. Much better. Paul George goes at 16. It's my pick. All right. George gone at 16. This is going to mean Anthony Davis for me. Let's go. Anthony Davis. I was going to do Kawhi, but I'll take Davis there instead. I could have... Oh, I probably should have taken Kawhi, to be honest. That's all right. We'll take Davis. That they, they were really close in this spot for me. So, it's... Do I potentially have two top 10 players there? Maybe? Do I potentially have two guys outside the top 40 on total value at the end of the year? Maybe? Devin Booker goes at 18. So, in the third round, there's not many of those risky guys there. Jimmy Butler, maybe that's who I look for. Um, it's really Emma. DeJounte Murray at 19. Ooh, haven't really seen DeJounte going that early, which is, I, I think it's okay. Anthony Edwards normally has gone by this point, as has Gobert in a lot of my drafts, but they're both, well, Edwards more so in the early ones, Gobert in the later ones. Neither of them gone here, though. Oh, there you go. Gobert goes at... Number 20. Rudy Govet. Rudy Gobert. That's Embiid and Gobert together, and then Jar Moran and Doncic together, which I don't love Jar in the second round, but pairing with Doncic, I, I do think makes some sense. We saw Kingy pair Morant with Giannis in yesterday's one as well. So Kawhi's still there. There's no way I'll get him back around here. Yeah? Uh, Cade goes at 22. Porzingis will be another option for me that me too in my risky risky draft guys. 
Bam goes at 23. So Cade ahead of Edwards again. I'm getting to the stage where maybe I'm scared that that's not actually the right answer. No one has the right answers, of course. But Edwards was going before Cade every draft. And now Cade's going ahead of Edwards every draft. Hmm. Well, there goes Goose at pick number 24. Yeah, this is going to be funny how this works out. Blid the Kid just taking some time, winding the clock down, making that really tough call in a mock draft. Siakam goes at 25. I say that, but I, I take time too, obviously. Zion goes at 26. Such a common... Yana Zion, man, that is the most common pairing that I see... You, you, yeah, it probably is the most common one to see. Back to back BB. BB. What does that mean? Um, Kawhi at 27. Well, I don't get that opportunity. That's a shame. Did you guys watch the ADP video that I did with all the locked on fantasy basketball bowls in there? Sabonis goes at 28. I think it's probably going to be KP here for me unless he goes, which he could really easily. And then I'm not sure who the risky option is going to be around this area. Giddy really thinking about it. Beal at 29. Okay. I, I don't. I, that's good. Well, Jimmy Butler's the other one. We'll throw him into the queue. Emma are looking to back up her DeJounte Murray pick from round two. I think she's going to go guard again with Mitchell or Garland here is my guess. Or Van Vliet, Van Vliet actually. No, it is Garland. Okay. A Drizzy. He took Booker. I'm annoyed that I didn't take Kawhi instead of Davis there, but that's okay. So who goes next? And what do I do? I think it's Pozingas that I take. I think he might go. I think Drizzy with Tatum Booker. Well, he might take him. No, he takes Jimmy Butler. Well, I couldn't do that. So let's take Pozingas. Just had to quickly run downstairs there and uh, sign for a parcel. Sorry for the little pause for those guys in the room. Fred Van Vliet goes at 33 after I took Pozingas at 32. So my team's obviously got some blocks. I'm not really trying to do a build here necessarily. We'll see what it ends up coming out like. I'm just grabbing these risky guys. I think we'll end up punting assists probably. Don Mitchell goes at... Well, JB goes at 34. Hmm. That's nice. JB, you've done it again. Uh, and then it goes Don Mitchell at 35. He's Don. He's good. And Miles Turner at 36. Okay. So who's the risky one for me? Probably Chris Paul. Is he actually risky? Drew Holiday at 37. Chris Paul probably is. I'm just going to go basically off the top of my projections um, and go from there. So maybe is Chris Paul must be considered somewhat risky if he's dropping this far. There's not many super risky guys here. 
Look, I'm not going to include the per-game ranks of Rob Williams or Jaron Jackson. In, oh, Shay, he would have been the one, wouldn't he? In the, the risky group. Um, because I just I don't want to take those guys that early. Because yeah, guys coming into the season currently injured. Ah, oh, Chris Paul went is not that's not risky. That's foolish taking them that early. So Jarrett Allen. All right, let's at the top of my projections is Desmond Bain. It's not really risky, but it's maybe risky at that spot. It is risky to take him that early. Evan Mobley goes at 42. Mobley's been all over the place. There's a massive risk of Mobley not returning top 50 numbers. But as I said in the ADP show, I think it was, like, if we just base everyone's value off straight roto rankings, you don't capture their value at all. DeRozan at 43. It's pretty nice value, actually. Let's see if Levine and Vooch follow him. No. It's Darren Fox that goes next. Followed by Ben Simmons at 45. That's who I was hoping to get back around to me. Um, and after Simo, well, Simo's at 45. The other yeah, risky ones we could have gone for here is someone like a Zion Williamson when he went earlier. He would have been good to get. A lot of the risky ones are going. So it's going to be like you're taking flyers on maybe Shingun, maybe going early on him. Trying not to play the waiting game. Levine goes at 46. That's, I think, really strong value for the skater boy. Then BJ punting. Is he punting BJs? Sounds like a category I wouldn't want to punt. Rogier goes at 47. That's really good for Rogier. Why isn't he going top 40? Why isn't he going... Yeah, what's happening there? Like, Rogier with every... Like, he is almost definitely going to finish the season better than Evan Mobley. Um, better than Jalen Brown on a pure rankings perspective. Vooch goes at 48, which could end up being really solid as well. It's Vucevic. It's Vucevic. Giddy's going to be a risky one for me also to take. Let's see. Um, Chris Middleton, is it risky? Uh, not really, but he's falling. There's not many, or maybe it's Vassal. Vassal is sort of risky around this area when we get back to me end of fifth. Well, it's not really. I mean, there is risk that he just has never done it before and maybe he can't do it. That That is possible as well, isn't it? CJ McCollum goes at 49. Josh Giddy goes at 50. I just did the ADP show for the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowls and McCollum never went top 50 in any 30 of those drafts. I took him at 49 in a draft the other day, I think. I think. Um, Aiton at 51. Haven't really seen him. Giddy at 50 is early. Jesus. I wonder how this team that I've got here where I'm not really focusing on build is going to end up if that per-game upside carries me. That would be intriguing. The top of my projected per-game value is Middleton, Rob Williams, and Jaron Jackson. They're all injured to start the year. Well, Middleton just went. Scotty Barnes at 52, Middleton 53. And then it's Draymond Green, Vassell, and Smith, Jabari. Jalen Green goes at 52. Do I take Draymond here? Is he risky? He probably is with injury. 
Why is his value so high? Well, it's assists, steals, blocks, rebounds. And he just never goes in this area. But it could make sense on this team. Ingram goes at 55. And now it is my pick. Oh, I'm going to... Who's the risky guy that's here? Oh, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just take the top of my projections. Draymond. Let's see how this pans out. That's a weird team. Brunson at 57. Do not recommend taking Draymond Green there, by the way. But, here again, projection-wise, I think he can probably beat this draft slot. He's got a chance to, depending on, on team. Vassal is still at the top of my list, followed by Jabari Smith. Shangun goes at 58. This is so common for him now. John Collins at 59. And when we get to the final four picks, I'm just going to go all upside, I think. Jamal Murray at 60, the headmaster. Vassal is going to be my guy there. Look, is that really risky though? Not really. There is risk that he can't produce at that level. But I've seen him go way earlier than this. So many of the risky guys are just early ones. And i got three of them with Irving, Davis, Porzingis, Kawhi's another one there. Jordan Poole goes at 61. Ananobi, 62. Okay. Um, if it's not for sale for me, it's going to be Jabari, who is currently injured. He's not fully healthy. And Markinen. Well, there goes Devin Vassell at 63. So it's either Jabari or Markinen for me with these picks. At pick 64. I've got them both as top 60 players. So it was Jabari Smith that went. That's annoying. Um, let me play the Smitty sound for him. And I'll take Larry Markkinen with the next pick. Right from the top of my queue there. And then we'll see. So my team still needs a guard. And I've got the three flexes to fill out. It's actually projecting out okay. Yes, it's because I've taken risks on some good players. It's projecting out well. And I wonder, I think the opposite will happen when... Um, when I do the safe one. D'Angelo Russell goes at 66. Is that look, It'll be safe, but just not be projected particularly well. After D'Angelo Russell at 66 goes horse, Kelton Johnson. Whose horse is that? And then we just wait for my pick to come back around. Yucca Pearl at 68. That's some really good value. He goes in the 40 sometimes. So I think you've got to be pretty happy with that result there. Julius Randle at 69. Mm -hmm. I feel like for every pick 69, I should have thought of this earlier. Every pick 69 should just get this. 
Valanciunas goes at 70. Jonas Vasilinovas. That's a better range for JV. Kevin Porter at 71, which I obviously really like. Franz Wagner hasn't gone. He is not really risky, but he's at the top of my projection list. Or him and Clay Thompson, actually. Clay is actually ahead. So that's Clay's a relatively risky one. After Kevin Porter goes Mikhail Bridges. And then Franz Wagner went at 73. Okay. My team is it's really strong in blocks and steals and free throws and turnovers and threes with bad assists and low points. Clint Capella at 74. Wow, haven't seen Capella go that high. The guy's got oh, he's the honest team, isn't he? Yeah, so he's punting free throws and looking for blocks. So who is projected the highest at the moment? Back-to-back BB, this guy is projected at one. Blid the Kid is at two, and then I'm at three at the moment. Paolo at 75. Paolo. Wendell Carter at 76. Really liking what Carter is showing us in the preseason. Marcus Marcos at 77. Emma, what are you going to do? What should I do? Who is the top of my queue at the moment? It is, it's the injured guys, Williams and Jackson. Then it's Clay, PJ and Maxi. I don't really consider any of them massively risky apart from Clay, but they're the top of the projections. Then it gets down to Haywood and Lowry. Well, Clay just went, so I can't get him. So it's Maxi or PJ. Mm-hmm. Sexton at 79. All right, let's take... This is late for Maxi. It's not really risky, but let's take him. I'm literally just going off the projection list here for me. Uh, Christian Wood at 81. This, there's so many... There's always in this round five, six, seven range someone who falls too far in my mind. It always seems to happen. Maga Porter goes at 82. Look, I could even argue that that's falling too far for Porter. Sorry, Sean and um, Callum didn't mean to praise you. Um, it looks weird on my team seeing Davis and Porzingis listed as forwards, but Draymond as the center. Buddy Hield at 83. Not that it matters at all. Imagine if there was a fantasy game, hear me out, where instead of your team against the other person's team, your positions went up against the other person's positions. So my center played against your center for the week. And we saw, you know, who won the most categories in that center battle. And then if you win that, you get a one. Is this an idea? Huh. Hmm. Okay. Don't anyone steal it. One-on-one fantasy. Um, all right, my pick. I better before I go back to that, and then I'll recap some of these selections. Who's at the top? Oh, it is double cheeked up. Lowry. Let's get Kyle into the team. Okay, so after I took, uh, well, after Maga Porter went, Buddy Hield, Keegan Murray, Yusuf Nurkic, PJ Washington Jr., uh, Sticks, Jalen Smith, Stand by your man. Trey Jones, and Kyle Lowry. All right, is that the dumbest idea you've ever heard for fantasy, or is there something in that? So, like, my team here has got Kyrie, Bain, Maxi is my first three positions. I open up Sean and Callum. He's got Curry, Jalen, and LeBron. So, Kyrie against Curry for the week. Maxi against LeBron. 
Ow. And you got to try and position... Oh. I think there's something in it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It could be dreadful. Um, Kyle Lowry, did I, I didn't even do it. I'm too busy thinking about this idea. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Tyler Hero goes at 90. Haven't played his sound for a while. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Yeah. And then Gaz Trent at 91. Nice, Gary. Remember when Gary uh, Harris used to have that? Um, Gordon Haywood at 92. Someone said prime Ben Simmons playing right now. I don't know if he's taking the piss, but I wonder if Simmons is actually doing something. That's good. Let's have a look. What does the box score look like? Ben Simmons, seven, oh, seven, seven and 10 with a steal. Okay. That is pretty good. Uh, Russell Westbrook goes at 93. Price of the brick going up. Anthony Simons at 94. I'm going to call Anthony Simons from now on. His nickname's Red. Oh, yes. All right. I got to write a note for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Good sound drop coming for Anthony Simons. Ideas germinate. Anthony Simons. Uh, he went at 94. Cam Johnson, 95. The depressed penis. At 96. Sadiq Bay, that is, of course, if you didn't know. And that ends round eight. Emma, jumped to the top of the projected standings. Blid the kid, then me. There's so much to answer. Oh, Green's an injury risk. Lowry's an injury risk. Davis's an injury risk. Pozingis an injury risk. Markinen's even an injury risk. Irving's an injury risk. Bain might not live up to that value. Maxi, I don't think it's much risk there. 98 or 97 is Kuzma. 98 is Jeremy Grant. 99 is Isaiah Jackson. I am getting to the stage where I will take one of the injured guys in round 10. Whoever falls, Rob Williams or Jaron Jackson, will go in round 10 for me. Brandon Clark at 100. Al, not interested in... Bra Why is Brandon Clark small forward eligible? Has he ever played a single second of small forward? I'd guess not. Giddy making his pick. Wiggins at 101. Okay. It's totally, totally okay. That's as excited as I can get about that pick. Um, Monte Morris at 102 to Emma. Solid as well. Strong stuff from her. And now A. Drizzy. Who's at the top here? Brogdon. Well, obviously, there's a risk in that. And then a Linux. Then obviously, a risk in that as well. So Herb Jones goes at 103. I'll take Brogdon next at 104. And then I am going to take Rob Williams with my next pick at round 10. I've waited on the injury guys long enough. I'll throw Jaron in there. That'll be my pick on the way back around. Zubats goes at 105. I'm paying zero attention to team build here. I'm just grabbing guys. And somehow it's having some success. Rowan Barrett goes at 106. <clears throat> Again, it's got to be really specific team that you're looking at Barrett on. 
really specific. My team in the projections here are projected to play the fewest games. Not a surprise. Josh Hart goes at or John Wall 107, Josh Hart 108. And I reckon if I put some replacement games into the standings, I would drop way down. Well, didn't actually change me too much. That's okay. Um, Josh Hart at 108. Rob, oh no, Rob Williams went at 109. That was who I was going to take. Is this going to lead to a Jaron Jackson moment? Toby Harris at 110. That's, that is actually amazing. Amazing vote. There's no risk in that. Al Horford's still there somehow. Jalen Suggs at 111 too early. Q Zheng. Don't take Jaron. Take Horford. Horford. I oh, took Jaron. Let's let's take the flyer on Alenic. Safer pick would be Horford there. Alenic's the flyer. Can't believe I didn't get Rob or Jaron. That's so annoying. See, with Linux, I think he can be better than this number early in the season and probably worse than it later on. Mitchie Robinson goes at 114. It's a big range on Robinson's drafting, man. It's a really big range. So why is Horford still there, though? He shouldn't be. Someone needs to go come get their fella. There you go. Horford at 115. Emma just cleaning up here. Although her team is very strong punt, rebound, blocks, and field goals. I'm not really sure what Horford's offering you. But I guess he's just too good to let slide there, isn't he? Dinwiddie goes at 116. And Bingus after Brandon Clark in round nine. I just, I don't get it. I don't like it. According to my per game stuff, all my players are top 100 guys. But of course, there's just a... Wow, Ivy in round 10. Holy crap. Um, phew, all right. I thought I was taking the risky picks. I've done my 10 though. I'm going to start going just flyers. So that means... Ivy before Eason is wild. Considering what's been happening in the preseason. I'm going to start just doing flyer picks with my last four. Jordan Clarkson goes at 118. The man on the street... J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. These guys in this draft don't know that I'm doing the risky draft either. Maybe they guessed it when I took Kyrie. What's BJ doing? Cole Anthony at 119. Okay. I like that. Um... See, the top of my list at the moment is Vanderbilt, Claxton, Lopez. They're just not exciting. But then it's Eason and Hartenstein, which are upside plays. Bones goes at 120, and that is the end of round 10. The top four teams, five teams in projected standings, are low in assists. Apart from Emma, actually, who's high in assists. The others are all low in assists. Interesting. I think a punt assist build actually gives you a lot of value this year. Punt assists and punt points are two of the ones that I am liking quite a bit. But you know, when you're in the first round, so many of those guys are points and assist guys. 
Bobby Portis goes at 121. Reggie Jackson at 122 on a, a uh, expired pick. Apparently, he's in the room, BJ. Punting BJs, maybe not. He is... Um, What's his Zion? Yikes, what happened? Oh, no. What just happened to Zion? What does that mean? Why are you throwing this into the chat as I'm recording this? What happened? Are you just are you just screwing with me? I can't see anything on my Twitter feed. Uh huh. All right. So Norman Power goes one twenty three. Boyan Bogdanovich at one twenty four. What happened to Zion? Um, I can't see anything about Zion, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Time running down. Vanderbilt at 125. Pat Beverly looks like he's going to be the starter for the Lakers. How bad is the Zion injury? All right, what happened? Oh, that's so, Al. 126 for Dylan Brooks. Left ankle soreness apparently for Zion. All right, okay, we're not okay. We're not panicking too much on that. Um, and then it's coming around to my pick with one away. So who am I gonna? Who's at the top of my list here? It's Eason, isn't it? Yeah, Tari. Don't take. Oh no, he didn't. A Kongwu went at one twenty-seven. Let's take Eason there. Okay, we're just taking flyers on guys. As I said, looks like Pat Beverly is going to be a starter. Although they, they're starting like Lonnie Walker in that game with Anthony Davis at center. So put Davis at center. Um, I don't know why you would start Lonnie Walker, to be honest. He's just not very good. After Eason goes Duarte, Steve Adams, Mike Conley, Nick Claxton. So who am I going to upside on here? Hartenstein probably. Chuma Okeke? Why is he in my list? Ayo Desunmu goes at 133. And then it's Ubre at 134. We're coming back around to my pick in a second. Yeah. So they are they're not going with a center, the Lakers. In- interesting. Harrison Barnes at 135. And what am I? I'm going I'm to take Hartenstein with my pick. Just take upside. Take risks. Who else is around this area that might be worth it? Oh, Walker Kessler. No, no, no. Let's take him. Let's take risks. Let's take upsides. Let's take flyers. Jaden McDaniels went at 136. Let's go Walker Kessler. Apparently, Tyler Hero has four blocks in a game. Don't know where that came from. It's one of those blokes that you might have four blocks from a season from. 
Looks like if Kendrick Nunn's not going to start, then his value is in real strife. And the fact that they're not starting those centers, those guys lose value. Wiseman at 138. Bogdan Bogdanovich at 139. Hmm. Why why you would start Lonnie Walker is absolutely beyond me. Like the guy's just he's just not very good. Brooke Lopez goes at 142. Matherin oh there goes Beverly at 140. Matherin 141. Brooke Lopez 142. Hartenstein's still there. Maybe he's the upside play on the way back around. So how's my team? I'm still projecting pretty well with this team. Really strong blocks and steals and free throws and turnovers. Solid threes. Isaiah Stewart goes at 143. This guy's auto-picked again even though he's in the room. What happened? And then Blid the Kid takes Melton at 144. Oladipo's an upside pick. He's not starting, though, for the Heat. Caleb Martin got that starting spot, the final one. It looks like. So after all this foolishness, are Damian Jones and Kendrick Nunn are going to be the starters? No, it's Thomas Bryant. They're going to go with Anthony Davis at center with Beverly and Walker next to him. That team doesn't know what they're doing. Derek White, 145. Another auto pick from BJ. I'm just going to throw him onto auto draft for the rest of the draft, even though it's only one more pick. I don't know why he says he's in the room. Lou Dort at 147. So what do I do here? Who's my upside-y, flyery guy? It's probably... Hartenstein. I wouldn't be too worried about Zion, honestly. It's a preseason game. I haven't no one I haven't seen anyone panicking on my timeline at all about it, which is good. But of course, it's Zion, isn't it? So we have to have some level of worry. He did hurt his ankle a couple of games ago as well. Drummond at 148, Duran at 149. Ah no. Hardenstein went at 150. Damn it, Emma. You are really killing this draft. Okay, Taco Four. Good on, good on you, Adrizzy. Good work. Um, all right, my pick. So what am I going to do? Who's my upside guy? Let's take Caleb Martin. Who looks like he's going to be the starter. And then we'll do Poku or Trey Murphy in the last round as an upside risky pick. Looks like Poku is going to be a starter as well. Aldama. Well, he's... Yeah, that's another good one. It was a joke. Drafting Taco Falls not even... It's, is, it, is it funny? Who's laughing at it? Seriously. Sorry, Adrizzy, but it, it's not funny.
All right, I'm going to bump Poku's minutes up a little bit on the projections because it does look like he is going to start. Um, Levert goes at 154. Barton at 155. No, you will. No, he's ready to sack that. Run, Will. Give it off quick. And then Jalen Noel. Ooh, spicy at 156. Bob Covington at 157. I like that spot for Covington. I've seen him go way earlier than that, but I, I, I do like that spot for him. Can I get Poku? Fultz goes at 158. Um, let's see. Sean and Callum just winding it down here. Don't take Poku. Just leave him, please. Kevin Herter at 159. Zheng, You took Aldama, which was a really good pick. Anyone else standing out to me? Oh, Trey Murphy's the other one that I'll look at. Um, oh, Poku went. No. Asshole. All right, Trey. Let's just take him with the last pick. And that's, that's that. All right. These guys are fighting in the chat. Oh, let's see what I can find out about this Zion news while we're waiting for this to go. Okay, I don't think... Well, Matherin went crazy today. Yeah, I think he's fine. I'm not that worried about Zion, so I think we just panicked a little bit there. Will there be a Shaden Sharp at 163? Ooh. Lonzo Ball, 162. Will there be a 20-team mock? Maybe on 20-teamer. So, this team, which was all risk and not really thinking too much, worked out okay, I think. I'm relatively happy with it. A lot of flyer guys. Finney Smith at 164, that's the opposite of a flyer, but it can, can still bring you value. So my team is Irving, Anthony Davis, Porzingis, Desmond Bain, Draymond Green, Lowry Markinen, Tyrese Maxey, Kyle Lowry, Malcolm Brogdon, Kelly Linick, Tari Eason, Walker Kessler, Caleb Martin, and Trey Murphy. At 165 is Jake LaRavia. Oh, we're really going crazy here. Um, Kevin Love at 166, Aaron Gordon 167 on the auto, and the last pick, Blid the Kid. Um, who is it? Come on, Blid, let's finish it off, mate. And I can see how these standings projected out. Maybe if you make your pick soon, at some point. Let's go. Let's go. DeAndre Hunter with the final pick. All right. Good draft. Wow. Was not expecting my team to come out that strong. Emma projected first, followed by me, but I'm projected to beat her head to head. Then Giddy, Blid the Kid, A Drizzy, J Quok, back to back BB, BJ Punting, G Pad Maku, Sean and Callum, Q Zheng, and Bingus. 
Um, I'm going to go and have a look at that because that's, you know, a lot of that is per game stuff. But of course, my team projects to not play that many games. So I'm going to have a look and see how that looks. Yeah, I dropped down to like fifth in that situation where I take into consideration some of the injuries and Adris, he drops down to second last because he drafted Taco 4. Um, all right, that'll do it for us today. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're on YouTube, you thumb it up, you drop your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.